Hey guys, welcome back to the Fake Critics Podcast. We're your host, Veronica and Ezigo. And as I say always, this is your one-stop shop to all things film and TV critique. It is indeed, people. And we are here today to talk about what? Creed 3. Goddamn. Goddamn, goddamn. I, I feel like I keep saying that word, but Creed, yeah. I think it'll be dramatic. Anyway, guys, you know how we do. Before we get started, we always need to go into our sweet and salty question. Sweet and salty question. Question. So, <clears throat> the question of today is, would you rather travel the world for a year on a shoestring budget or stay in only one country for a year but live in luxury? I feel like you've asked this question before. I have not. No, something very similar. I have not. Um, and it was about 40k or something like that. And I traveled the world for 40k. Traveled for world for you said you said something like this. You've asked a question that's very similar and it's about travel and it's about cost to do traveling. Answer the question. Okay, <laughs> sorry. Yeah, if you were listening, <laughs> would you rather travel the world for one year on a tight budget, as in you basically have no budget, or stay in only one country for a year? But live in luxury. And it's all within the year timeline. Yeah. I don't know. That's a good question, you know. Because exactly. Because I haven't asked it before. That's why you're stuck. Kind of flaws. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Clap them. <laughs> Thank you. Um, it's a good question. Are you going to answer the question? I don't know. I would obviously stay in one country because... All that travel, like, why am I traveling around the world? But I'm going to stay in hostels. Like, I remember one time in uni, we went to France and we stayed in a hostel and it was like bunk beds. I was like, why am I here? Why am I getting boiled eggs and dry bread for breakfast? Like, you I, I, I'm in France. Why am I experiencing in, that? You're a uni student. You yeah, had, no. You had zero peas. But zero piece to your name. Exactly. But if, if you're traveling the world for one year, you're going to be on zero piece too, is my point. That's fine. But I'm going to see different countries and different people and different things. On I, a shoestring budget. Why would, I, why would you do that? With experience. Experience also comes with ego, money, dinero. It. I hear it, but all the time. From, from, uh, some, things, some things you can do on a very cheap budget mm-hmm. and have an amazing time. Mm-hmm. So you're telling me I should stay here in London, for example, if, it wasn't, if I wasn't living here. Yeah. And then on a good budget. I will be living in Mayfair or in Canary Wharf right by the pier in luxury. Personal butler, Ayo, take me to Selfridges right quick. Let me tap my Amex card real quick. Luxury, yeah? I should now be looking to go and try and get Tesco Mildo. What? (laughs) I'm sorry, no. No. That's dead. I, 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 I can't stay in. I can't stay in one place like that. Like, no, because... Like, it's like, imagine being in, like, Dubai or being in just anywhere, but you're literally living in luxury. It's like being in Dubai, but staying in the shard on the top floor, personal butler for one year. But you want to go to Poland, Thailand, uh, Tokyo, Australia, and all them places on a tight budget. Way back. Yeah. So that's your answer? Yeah. You live the water seed? Yeah, 100%. I'm not staying in my place for one year. I'm good. Unless I'm living there. Now, nah. I need to explore. I need to explore. I need to see. And you know what? I think there's a, a different side of things that you see, that you see to places when you actually go there with no money. I hear that. Like, I hear you that. see a different side to the people, that. to the way of life. Yeah. To the city or the town, city or the um country. Yeah. When you don't have money. Yeah. As opposed to just going there and do all it. Because... For the most part, like I feel like you can do the same things that you can do in Dubai, in London, and the things that you can do in London, in Singapore. It's, it's but I'm talking about that luxury and the things. It's just the fact that it's just different locations. Mm. Do you know what I mean? I no, I get what you mean. Like, I hear it, but why should I suffer? I've suffered for nineteen years. <laughs> anyways guys let us know what you think on spotify as we, as we've said before we obviously have the new question feature so you guys mm-hmm. can actually answer the question yourself mm-hmm. let us know whether you'd stay in a country for one year or whether you travel i would stay in a country for a year one year and you will travel yeah man on a shoestring budget 100 100 percent mm. 
I'm right. going to go to Thailand and make that shoestring stretch. I'm going to stretch that shoestring <laughs> right out. Please tell me how you stretch it. Please. Uh, you don't know me that had crap. We had crap for, was it 1p? <laughs> no, we had crap for £1.26p. Yeah, that's my shoestring. In Thailand. Mm-hmm. But no, yeah, because even us... And I'm going, sure there's cheaper street food anyway. No, no, definitely. It's so jarring that we didn't experience street food. Right, so going on to the hot topics for today, I literally forgot my hot topics jingle. Guys, we're recording this at 12.30 in the morning. We just saw Creed Free. Mm. So my well, brain's very a bit fried. Very late to party, to be you, but... Ex- whose fault is that? Whose fault is that? Don't look at me. Whose fault is that? Last time I checked, you're a fully grown woman, you know. I, okay. So I don't know who your point is here. Your point is, but, but what's your point? Fully what is grown your point? No, no, no. What's your point? My point is, is that... I said, my, my point was clear. Film, no, you're no, fully no, no. grown woman, you can go see it. But we're critiquing it together. Yeah, you go see it one time, I'll go see it another time. You can't go, you can't do it together all the time. Yeah. She's too much, she's actually just too in love, that's the problem. Too in love, this is not going into the podcast. <laughs> No, one thing about meant me. To be a candid conversation. One thing about me. Let's have the conversation. I I ain't never been too in love. Okay, I'm a real straight. Okay, hot topic number one. Dun dun dun. Wait, what was my hot topics? Hot topic. Hot topics. Hot topics today. Hey, oi, that bangs every single time. Okay, cool. Hot topic number one. I know you're tired of me, but hot hot topic um, number one. Very tired. <laughs> very tired. Um. Game of Thrones, they're apparently considering a spin-off it's movie enough. about Aegon Targaryen's conquest. It's enough. So, no, it hasn't been confirmed. It's enough. But it is being considered. It's enough. And you know what, guys? I hear it because his conquest is yeah. always being inferred to, it's talked enough. about and everything. It's enough. But we've actually... Can you shush? It's but enough. we've actually never seen it. It's enough. Do you get what I mean? Like, no, but we've actually never seen it. We've only ever heard about Aegon's conquest. Enough. Listen, I'm a I'm a Game of Thrones fan through and through. Like I will fight for the thing, even though it ends up like abs- an absolute sham. House of the Dragon, amazing stuff. You know, but at some point, <laughs> you just got to let things. Like for me, you just got to let things like be like just let things go. Mm. Why? Like, how are you gonna come and start considering something that's happened? Like, why? Why are they doing things backwards? Like, why are we going? Like, why are we going back in time? Mm-hmm. Like. Why, why don't we just continue progress for? I want to see what happens after with Jon Snow and all that rubbish. Like, for me, that's what I want to see. That's finished. That's ended. That's gone. I know. Jon Snow. But that's what I want to see. Jon Snow's gone back to the world to Egon, fight Egon the Targaryen, imaginary. Egon the first. We've seen this. Okay, we haven't seen it, but it's like an animation on, on, on YouTube. But, but that's the thing. About how he conquered everything. And it's like. Exactly. How but, many more juggies are we going to see, guys? Like. No, 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 no. They were no, great. No, and they, no. they conquered everyone. Ooh, yeah. No, but because back. I feel like. It's different when you actually see it happen, especially mm. with. I swear he had the biggest dragon in the world, or something like that. He had black dread or whatever the dragon is called. I just feel like, obviously, yeah, I get your point because obviously we've had Game of Thrones. We now have House of, House of the Dragon, mm. um, but I think it would have been nice for them to start off House of the Dragon with Aegon. Yes, literally, like because, that, that's, that's my point. It's yeah. like we're talking about the Targaryens now. This is their show. Why are we starting halfway? That's it. Like, and we know how it's gonna end. We know how this is gonna end. Do you know what I mean? Like that. I think that's part. Of the, that's the most confusing for me because they jump time so much in that series, and I feel like I feel like where we've landed is so pointless. They jump like thirty years. Literally, they jump. They in jump that, so in that, in that series they, within a space of like five episodes. Five, like three episodes. <laughs> by the fourth episode, we, like by the fourth episode, they had established everything. Like, and I just feel like we we settled in a, in a place in the story where I just feel like it's just the, not the most relevant. But um, Chad, they're, they're considering it as a, obviously spin off to the series. They're considering making it into a movie this time, not a series, a movie, which is different, obviously. That would be good. I, I just know, don't know how much deal they can go into in the film. That's what I was going to say. I was going to say, guys, do you know what? Especially after watching Creed, I think I have a thing against movies now. <laughs> no, honestly, because I. I, I, I have a thing against movies. No, what? because. Guys, okay, this is our last episode. We're done now. She doesn't think this no. movie's <laughs> good anymore films anymore. No, listen. Episode's done. This is our final episode. We thank you for joining the podcast. It's been an amazing journey, but all things, all good things, all good things must come to an end. And what? <laughs> <laughs> all the good things must come to an end. Where did they burn you, please? This is the end. As a good. It's, it's over. It's film and TV. Take critics out. We love you. We love you. Don't forget us. You know. Yeah. Are you finished?
You have bare energy for, for someone that's... Um, I'm not tired. You're tired. I am tired. <laughs> that's why I keep giggling, guys. Okay, cool. Um, don't look at my... Don't stop trying to cheat. Stop looking at my phone. What topics is not cheating? Yeah, but I like to come with surprises. Okay. Have I, you not noticed? I don't know. Who, I, I just saw two character actors. Yeah, yeah, who did you see? Damson. Mm-hmm. And Brandy, but... <laughs> Brad, Brad. This guy called Brad Pitt Bradley. He's Bradley, man. <laughs> He's a Bradley, Bradley Pitt, man. He's Brad. <laughs> What's his full name? Is it Brad? Is that actually Brad? No, let, let me check because I've actually never... If, if it's not Bradley, I'm done out. <laughs> no, no, no. It's actually, it's actually William Bradley Pitt. There you go. Is he British or something? Like, where's he from? He's American. But anyways, um, <sighs> that's actually quite hilarious. This guy knows Brad. Anyways, so... Hot topic number two. So the Snowfall actor, Damson Idris and Brad Pitt, you're going to like this actually, are going to star in Apple's Formula One racing movie Ooh. with Top Gun Maverick director Joseph Ooh. Kosinski. Ooh. Yeah, that's going to be lit. That sounds very exciting. That looks really good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That I looks f- really, that sounds amazing. Literally, I feel like I'm most excited. Obviously I'm excited, but... When's it coming out? It doesn't say, okay. but but they're obviously working on it now. But I, I think it's exciting when you see a TV star that has spoken about breaking out into film, actually going into film, and he's going in with a bang. Yeah. Obviously, he's had a few movies here and there that were dead. I'm not gonna lie. Like, <laughs> well, it's almost bad. Oh, that's a good. Have you? He had one movie with Falcon. I forgot Falcon. I forgot his real name. You know Falcon from Marvel. Yeah. Him and Falcon had a movie about um basically Falcon was a robot in the movie. And I was watching it on Netflix at the time. Altered Carbon? No, that's a, that's a series. Yeah, um, Anthony Mackie. Damn, it's interesting, Anthony Mackie. It was called, um, yeah, it's called Outside the Wire. It's like a sci-fi movie, but it was absolute pants. Have you watched it? Yeah, I watched it. You know, you know, guys, you know me by now. Like, if I like someone on TV or film and think that they're amazing, I have to go watch all of their work. So I pushed through it. It was... Oh. <laughs> Anyways, yeah. Um, look, what it, about it, Swarm? I feel like Swarm. Huh? Swarm, I thought you liked him in Swarm. Swarm is interesting because I feel like you've never seen a serial killer from that point of view. So Nigel and, and Swarm are meant to mirror Beyonce and the Beehive. Mm. And the th- like the main woman, how she done like the serial killing events are all based on true events that didn't happen in chronological order. It's different events with different like... Um, people. Yeah. People, but um, I'm trying to be careful because after watching that show, I'm not trying to talk bad about any celebrity because it was kind of creepy. As soon as you like tweeted bad or said anything bad about them, they find your address and they kill you. But you know, it was, it was interesting, obviously, um, by Donald Glover. So, Childish, Childish Gambino. Pardon? By Donald Glover, Childish Gambino. Is it Glover or Glover? Glover. It's potato, potato. I mean, <laughs> Donald Glover. It's potato, it's potato, pota- bro, it's okay, it's Glover. Glover. Yeah, Glover, G-L-O-V-E-R, Glover, Donald Glover. Who says Glover? <laughs> this is Glover. Yeah, it's, it's an accent thing, though. <laughs> Donald Glover. I've actually never heard Glover before, but okay, cool. Who says Glover? Anyway, guys, so moving on to the main topic of today, which is... Bum, bum, bum. Rocky Nine. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, mate. Hey, right. So you main just, event, you Creed Three. So you guys, you know, I like to come with all of the background and everything. So obviously, you have Creed Three, which stars Damson Idris. You know what? Yeah, Snowfall is on my mind. Like, guys, Episode Nine's coming out, so it's been it's been tense in the brain. But um, right. So Creed Three stars Michael B. Jordan. As obviously Adonis Creed, Tessa Thompson, and it has Jonathan Majors in it. Um, it was directed by Michael B. Jordan. Uh, Creed Free was his directing debut, which was really, really exciting. It was written by Ryan Coogler and Ryan Coogler's brother, Keenan Coogler, who actually co-wrote with him on Black Panther. And it was also written by Zach Balin, who wrote King Richard. So the writers are actually coming with some serious um, um, accolades under their belt. Which makes me quite disappointed <laughs> um, in this particular story, if I'm being honest, but we'll get into it. But um, the plot is essentially, obviously, this is the third Creed movie. I think this is maybe the ninth film in the Rocky franchise period. But it's basically... It's the ninth film. 
Um, so you basically, so you have Adonis Creed, you know, he's retired now. He has a daughter and he has a childhood friend that resurfaces and essentially um, sees Michael B. Jordan living the life that he wanted to live. Um, his friend, who was Jonathan Majors, went to prison, came out, challenged him from the title. Michael B. Jordan fought him. Michael B. Jordan won. Literally the end. Again, if you're new here, we share spoilers on this podcast. So please, if you haven't watched the movie, don't listen to it. But, um, you know, if you don't mind spoilers, then please continue listening. Personally, um, I think I was quite disappointed in the storytelling purely because I really expected more. And I that's the thought thing. you said you liked the storytelling. No, 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 no. I, I, as in, I think the movie, I think it's a good movie. Mm. I think it has great elements to it. Mm. But I said the, act, the storytelling was great, but the actual story to me was weak in the knees stand up because you know for me like i'm looking and this is what i said in the beginning that i'm sick of movies like i'm tired of movies because i feel like we're now in 2023 we have had over a hundred years of film and tv cinema everything i want to see something different do you know what i mean this is the third creed movie this is the ninth film in the rocky franchise or whatever it's the same thing every single time and that doesn't mean that even though it's the same story, it like it doesn't mean that the film the film itself isn't good, but I want to see something different, and I feel like they tried to add the different element with obviously Michael's, not Michael, um, with Adonis's childhood friend Dame coming back, but it was just the same old, same old, and the fact that you know Adonis won in the end, even the pace of the film, I feel like it went a little bit too fast for me. And I feel like certain things were really, really obvious. So, for example, Adonis's mum in the film, she passes away. But I feel like that's so obvious because in the beginning, they're talking about, oh, you know, you had a stroke. And she's like, oh, guys, I'm not going to have a stroke again. So in my head, I'm thinking, OK, cool. She's dying in this film to add that emotional element to the film and to add the and to add the hardship that Adonis has to overcome. But I don't want to have to assume things in films and get it right i want to be shocked and i feel like you know she died i just feel like we moved on to things too quickly and we had obviously the the main event which was the fight between adonis and dame michael b and jonathan jonathan the fight was amazing michael b and jonathan adonis and dame his name is Damian, but they call him dame so we had the main fight between them which was amazing but even because in creed one and creed two you had like everything gearing up to like this final fight and even though you had so much tension between them the final fight didn't feel like the final fight. It just felt like, I, I don't know, it just, I feel like it just happened so fast. And I was like, oh my gosh, we're at the end. I, you know, and. I think that's the, I think that's, that's the main point really that I would make as well. It just came really quickly. Like when it comes to um, the storyline in general, like I just don't feel like there's enough, like enough detail for them to have the kind of tension that they had. I think what made it. I disagree with that point. Well, I think what made it, like tense was the fact that he went to prison and he was in that prison for that amount of time. But I think the reason behind why Michael B um, or Adonis done what he done in the first place that got them in that situation wasn't strong enough for me. Mm. And I think it's because we didn't see we didn't see much. We just saw mm-hmm. like flashes of just I mean we just had to it was kind of just left in imagination to kind of can I cut into you sorry and, and just explain that so. With that scene, Adonis and Damien met in a group home. Adonis and Damien used to get physically attacked by the group dad, which was, um, he was called Leon. And they went to a, they went to a corner shop one day and then Adonis spotted Leon and started punching up Leon. Damien got out of the car, pulled a gun and he got arrested and went to jail for 18 years. But you're saying that that wasn't strong enough for you because they showed yeah, it in flashbacks? I don't, I don't feel like, because for me, it's not even a flashback that's the issue. It's just that when they did flashback, they flashbacked with just very little it, like you just had like you just kind of mm. inferred what was going on do you know what mm-hmm. i mean mm-hmm. and i think it's some situation that works but i think given the emotional like kind of gravity of the film i don't think they i feel like they they left that part to chance i feel like that's the kind of a part that should have really worked i feel like their story should have been like that when what caused them to get to this point should have been like really driven in mm. so because i just didn't feel like there was anything there like mm. it went away the part that was like that kind of got me like, oh, he went for twenty years, and you didn't. He wrote you bare letters. You didn't get back to him once. Mm-hmm. Like, that's crazy. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. the actual ish, the actual reason he went to prison wasn't. That's what I'm saying. It wasn't that it deep. It wasn't that deep. It wasn't like, that like. At least, at least from my perspective, it wasn't that deep because we didn't see much. Or again, just to infer like. No, for, I feel like from my perspective, it wasn't that deep because all that happened is that he pulled out a gun on 
um, the people that were trying to beat up Adonis after Adonis punched Leon. And he got taken to prison because he had loads of he had loads of previouses. So they obviously threw the book at him. But for me, it was like, like, and you know, I'm not trying to be dark, but for example, if Damon's if Dame's character had actually shot someone and killed someone, that's different now. I feel like now we're talking it's on a deeper level. They made it seem like Jonathan Majors' character Dame went to prison for or in place of Adonis Michael B. Jordan. Mm. So I was expecting something like maybe Michael B. Jordan pulled out the gun and then Jonathan took it from him. Or I was just expecting the fact that, you know, Adonis had done something and then, you know, maybe hurt someone or just done something insane. Mm. And then, you know, Damien basically took the rap for him. Mm. That would be different. Mm. For me, that's when like, okay, cool. Now, nah, like, you're taking a mickle kind of thing or, okay, well, I, I can pin it on you. I think that's kind of, I think that's kind of the line I'm trying to go down because... But, but it wasn't, that, that wasn't the case. Yeah. No, it, it, no, it, no. it, it wasn't the case, but... Obviously, he Basically, pulled out the gun he, he to defend him. He came back his friend mm. and his friend cut. Like, he just left him and just kind of... Mm -hmm. But I feel like... Yeah, man. 20 years. Obviously, he said he had Paris before that and then Paris and then he got caught with a gun so everything happened that moment. That's why he got his his number. But, man, 20 years for, for just holding a gun. That's, that, that's what I'm saying. It's a bit like... It's a bit... I feel like they tried to, they tried to exacerbate like maybe it, it, it needed to I be something know. more for me like yeah. it's like like because that was the, that was the key here. I want to yeah. one of the things I was saying to you when we got out of the film. I was saying what I liked about the film was that with 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 the past like Rocky films, what you have is boxing at the center and these stories around it. But this was more about the story and the boxing around that. And I liked that. I think that was a good spin. I just felt like the story in the center wasn't strong enough. That's what, or wasn't portrayed in the best light. That's, I, that's, that's my, my, what I think, you know? I agree. And I feel like sometimes directors shouldn't be afraid to make films longer. Mm -hmm. I, I don't think it only needs to be Marvel, Marvel movies or superhero movies that go down to the two to three hour route. I think if this film had a bit more time, they could have delved into it more because honestly, truly, the, the flashbacks were like 30 seconds long at max. And I just, I, I don't think there was enough time for us to read because we saw their relationship at the beginning, but it was just like, what? So you guys met at the group home and you guys are, it just wasn't, you know, I just didn't it feel. It wasn't driven home enough. I yeah, like, it, yeah, it wasn't driven home. Like I didn't yeah. really feel the, like I felt the connection. Yeah. I felt, I felt the tension. Yeah. But for me, it was like, it's but, not but this But you felt the tension because of the people who acted. So Michael B and Jonathan, they, they, yeah, they were, that, they were amazing. That's they why I can't say the, the film is rubbish because yeah. they were no, no, brilliant. The film, the film is rubbish. Yeah, I'm, I'm not saying not, that. Yeah. I'm not saying that at all. No, I'm just saying they could have been better. Yeah, but they're lucky that they had Jonathan Majors and Michael B because they brought that. Like, yeah, they, they were great. Intensity. Like they were you, great. You could have filled the relationship between them. They were them. great. So what they brought to it just made it, just elevated it. Yeah, and yeah, you're right. Like with runtime, it was just an hour and fifty, six, just under two hours. And typically, it, it like in, in a day that we are, day that you're in, like. Films are two hours, an hour and a half. Yeah. So two hours, and two hours, two and a half hours yeah. minimum. And then three hours like for the really, really long ones. Yeah, for the bigger movies. But like, yeah, I feel like it could have been at least two and a half hours. And I felt that exactly. that would have been enough time to drive Do that, you know what I mean? that deep. Because if they had that story, like the history behind them nailed and that fight nailed, it won. Do you know what I'm saying? It won. And if, if we could have also seen some time for Adonis to agree with the fact that his mom just died. Yeah. Because his mom died, boom, okay, I'm, I'm going to challenge Damien, let's fight. Yeah. I'm going training. We're seeing all the, all the you know, training. Training yeah. we're seeing the We're seeing the training montage, but it's mm. like, but she's just died, you know, and she was the last thing that really connected um, Creed to the Rocky films, like physically, because yeah. yeah. Sylvester Stallone is no, is no longer in the franchise. And it was just like, we didn't mourn her. We didn't have any kind of, do you know what I mean? Yeah, I just feel like directors shouldn't be afraid to add more time to the film because I think so many elements to the film would have been um, given, I guess, a better shot to really um, be grounded if they just had a lot more time. Um, you know, like I said, the mum's death, like we should have had at least, you know, like we saw them carry the coffin and we saw him pick up that from the ground, but we didn't really hear like, a eulogy at the funeral, like little things like that, where I feel like it would have really shown, you know, the impacts that it really had on Adonis, even though we saw it in glimpses. It wasn't like, I don't, I just don't think anything gave a full picture other than the fight at the end, personally. Um, 
but yeah, that's what I would say. I, I think I think the story was like I I just I just think it, it's it's a story that we've seen before, which is where it like it it slacks for me. I just wish the story had a bit more depth to it. If they were gonna go down something we've seen before, let it have more depth. But I think that's what's gonna be the case. Do you get what I mean? And never day, this is a boxing film. There's only so far they can kind of stray stray away from boxing. For so from what I saw from what the mum said, he started boxing everything because he was angry. And he was angry at life. He was angry. Obviously, he grew up in a in a group home. Like he was angry, and obviously, his best friend being Dame got him into boxing. But you're saying that they can't do a deeper story because it because it's a boxing film. Mm-hmm. But he could have. Do you get what I'm saying? Like the origin story of him boxing could have been a lot deeper. It didn't just need to be. Do you get what I'm saying? Like what they presented, and I get that. Yeah, sure. I get that. Yeah, it's just a boxing movie. But I just feel like it's 2023. Why can't we push the boundaries a bit more? It to me, it, it just felt like a typical film. You have your beginning, you ha- you have your um stable, uh, everything stable. You have your disequilibrium. You have something that's gone wrong. Everything goes right in the end. The protagonist wins. We move on. That formula is boring. Can we switch up the formula? Can okay, we change so, it? So give us like a really quick breakdown of a plot that you would love to see. So with <clears throat> so with this film, I would have loved it if um the story between Dame and and Adonis. I would have loved if Adonis actually snaked him and not him being a coward and ran. I would love if I would love if maybe Adonis actually took the gun or Adonis had the gun himself and shot him but fled the scene and um obviously maybe Dame picked up the gun and then the police caught him with the gun. That is um Dame going down for Adonis's crime because Adonis done the crime. Do you get what I'm saying? That to me would have been deeper or they were talking about Leon and Leon was the whole reason of Leon was the whole reason that this happened in the first place because Leon used to physically assault them. If we saw more of that physical assault, or if it if it went a bit deeper than physical assault, do you know what I mean? Like if there was like a really deep wound that he was carrying that he never told his wife about, that would have been deeper. And if he lost a the deep fight. Wound. Yeah, like if if it was a deeper wound, like a physical wound or like just like like, like a like a deeper internal emotional wound because that that was an emotional wound for him, like because he never spoke about it and and he kept bringing up the fact that you know you talk about your feelings easy for you, it's not easy for me. And she was saying yeah, it's difficult, just talk. But I'm like, this is what you wanted to talk about the fact that this guy was beating you. Like obviously it's not a small thing, but because we didn't see a lot of it, it just didn't feel like it was anything deep, you know. Yeah. Um, for example. If the group home, if 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 Leon was a drunkard, would come back home and was drunk, or would come back to the group center and was drunk and would start hitting them, and we saw that, that's different. And if honestly, like with the mum dying, I just uh, I just wish it was something like higher stakes, you know? Maybe the mum, his mum died at a pivotal time. Maybe his mum died, like in the boxing stadium, like just something that carries a lot more weight. And also, if he lost at the end and and he actually became champ, because in the end. They made up. I just so what was the whole point of the film then? Mm. What was the like? Obviously, there's a point to the film, but do you get what I'm trying to say? Like, mm. I think they could have just changed certain things or mm. added an emphasis on certain things to yeah. make it that much deeper. Yeah, I agree. Right down to that, guys. Sorry, right I, down. Agree. I agree. No, I agree. I, I agree with that. I think, um, yeah, there are definitely some like holes, not holes, but errors of development that they could have definitely done. Yeah, I wouldn't call um, the holes, but if they could have developed it, yeah. Yeah, I think it just needed a bit more. Oomph. Time and mm-hmm. work. I wouldn't yeah. say work. I would just say time. Time. Yeah. I think for everything that they were trying to cover, they were trying to cover past, present, and kind of future. Yeah. No, in yeah. one film, they were. They um, needed more time. Then they this they added a new character. You know, uh, literally. And it's like, yeah, there was a lot of work there. They actually so. added two new characters. They added Damon and they added Chavez. That's two new characters. Chavez. The um um. Adonis' new protege. Um, that's my uncle. He didn't really have a... Obviously, he, he, like, wasn't he, really, he wasn't like, you know. He wasn't really, yeah. But even that bit, one minute he was knocked out. He's like, they need to call him in an ambulance. His vitals are stable. Next minute you see him on the, and you see him sitting and to support yeah, Adonis that, in the boxing that, ring. That bit was, was a, bit, a bit confusing. Yeah. Me. No, no, not even, not even, not that bit. Like, he's talking, I'm saying he wasn't better, but that's why he came. And he left and came back. My point is more so to do with the fact that was angry at them for fighting. Obviously, he played a little bit dirty, but I'm just like, this is kind of the game. Like, this is kind of what... what like, I don't know why he put him in there expecting Dame to kind of lose. Yeah, 
yeah, that's the thing. I I think he was naive, but I think he was naive due to the guilt that he carried over the situation Mm. and kind of wanted Dame to do better. But obviously, um, Duke kept on saying to him, this is not a good idea. Like, he's angry and wants to take out on the world. But my point was the fact that Chavez, obviously, Dame knocked Chavez out and Chavez was on the ground. Chavez had to be taken to hospital. And then we don't hear nothing about Chavez until literally the last scene where literally he's supporting Adonis when Adonis is fighting Dame. Yeah. I just feel like even that part of the story, like we didn't go to the hospital, we didn't visit him, like, you know. Because he's not, he actually, he actually wasn't important. I, I get that he wasn't important, but. He was just one of them plot drivers. That's literally who he was there for. I know, but it's like the way that, the way that um, Dame locked him out, you were almost thinking, because you know, I'm, Michael B. Jordan was like, he's going to be okay, he's going to be okay. You're thinking, oh crap, did he just kill someone in the ring? Mm. Obviously, if he did, you know, there'll be a lot more repercussions and consequences, but I just feel like that wasn't clear to me. I just saw him in the beginning, then I saw him in the end. <laughs> I wanted more, but I don't know if, if I wanted more about his story. Like, I don't, I don't feel like he was relevant. In, in, he was just there to fight Dame. That's, that, that was that's his it, purpose. Yeah. So yeah. I, don't, I don't feel like I'd, I'd have cared if they gave us any information more about him. I was like, oh, that's nice. To, like, to, to I, do more about even going on to it being fast-paced really quickly, even the fact that, you know, they mentioned it in the form as well, the fact that Dame just went straight to a title match. Like, that's kind of annoying. Yeah. It's just like, you went straight to the... I was even thinking, like, during it, like, why didn't they just give him someone else? I felt like, an under, like, instead of... He said to him, it's impossible. Okay, cool. And he kind of engineered the situation where he breaks his, his opponent's arm or mm-hmm. whatever. Why not just put him in, like, in a... I don't know, like in a fast track lane or something. Like, mm-hmm. Get him to say, okay, you need to fight. Instead mm-hmm. of fighting, you know, fighting all your way up, fight, fight maybe three or four key people mm-hmm. before you can come and fight. That's what I'm saying. So like, I don't know. That's why so I was a bit like, like, that's why it, it felt a bit rushed for me. It was too breezed. Like, and the fact that, and this is what I mean, like the fact that, obviously I, I can get the rationale behind it in terms of why him let him fight because obviously he had that guilt. Mm-hmm. But you're not, this is not, this is not fun and games here. Like, this is a mm-hmm. business. Do you know I mean, it's something that you're running. This is legacy and this career. This is legacy. And, do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So it's like, the fact that you just kind of... Do you get it? Willingly just kind of pegged it on someone that you met because you didn't... Because, I mean, someone because you someone that you knew in your past. But in reality, you could have just been like, no, there's a process for this. Yeah. You need to go find someone else. Let's give him this person to fight. That's it. I don't really see... I just I, I don't know why he broke protocol for him uh, in that way. Yeah, I, f- I feel like it's it's because it, it made it seem as though he had no choice but to break protocol because there was no one for Travis to fight. Nah, but um, but even that's what I'm saying. Even that, I'm just like uh, this guy went straight to a title match. Okay, next match is gonna be Adonis. Uh, you know, even some parts of the dialogue where it's like I challenge. I don't know. I just feel like sometimes Michael B. Jordan isn't ugh, like some of his lines, his lines, like even in the ring where he was like, you thought this would be easy? I was thinking, I need more from you, Michael. <laughs> I need more. But no, okay, let's go on to the characters. Michael B. Jordan, Jonathan Majors, fantastic job. Yeah, hands down, man. What I love about Jonathan Majors is that he, I feel like he really captured, um, he, he, he really captured the essence of someone being in prison for 18 years, coming out, still trying to find out how to socialize like i love i loved like the slight stammer in his um speech i love the way he was almost like very jittery and you know what i mean like i feel like they really got that part of him down so i'm I'm moving a lot and um i also feel like as i was saying to you i also feel like he represented a lot of the i guess underdogs or black men in la or that area of america la california um in that time where it's like really and truly back then in that time 2003 Cause you know, wow. you know, he, he got arrested in two thousand and three, and then obviously twenty twenty three is when he came out. But um, my point being, you know, like when you think of the routes that black men can go down during that time, it was usually only drug dealers or um or athletes. There was really no other in between, from what I've seen or inferred from other shows. So even when he was walking out, and his his um his um his soundtrack um mm. the lyrics of the lyrics of the soundtrack he was walking out with. Where I've been grinding all my life, like a lot of these black men, they either they go to jail or just something happens where it stops them from achieving their dreams. But the fact that he was able to go there, get into the ring, achieve his dreams, you could see that a lot of the men or guys or people from the hood were really cheering him on. Like basically, his demographic was different to Michael's. You know, for example, like even the um, referee in the ring was saying, you know, a Michael from LA, but then with um, sorry, Adonis from LA. 
But with um Jonathan's character, he was saying, you know, Dame from Crenshaw, LA, California. Like he really went down to the roots of where he's from, you know. And I think, I've, yeah, I appreciate that about his character. Really? Yeah. I couldn't care less. Do you know what? I couldn't care less. Why? Because he barely represented him in the film. The only time we hear where he's from is literally when he's in the ring. Are you okay? No, it's not. You see, you see when he goes back to his hotel room or he's he's where he's staying. You see on the paper, you see that they keep on bringing up him being a, a champion from Crenshaw. They kept on bringing it up that they they bring they brought out throughout, throughout the whole film. Like maybe I missed that part because yeah, um, yeah, maybe you did, but um, yeah, like they, they they yeah, like you knew who's from Crenshaw. Like even his accent, like it's like they had to hone that in. Uh, my last point was just going to be that I love the relationship between um Adonis and. Be- What's his name? Becca. Tessa Thompson's character. <laughs> Becca. Bianca. That's it. Um, the relationship between Adonis and Bianca, like the chemistry is just so lovely. It's so beautiful. And then even how they incorporated sign language, I just felt like that was really amazing. Does and it, big yeah. up on Michael B. Jordan's like directing part. Like it was so nice just seeing that represented in the film. Yeah. Um, and yeah, just, just their family unit was, was, was lovely to see. So I just feel like this is Creed 3. This is the third film how much further can they take or explore his character really and truly the one thing that he is not good for the one thing that he's about is boxing he was in retirement same old story he's coming out of retirement to fight somebody he wins they've done that now what next is he gonna train his daughter i just feel like i don't think there's anything else that they can do because of this film i'm not talking about what else they could do i'm also talking about what was done in the film. Yeah, so I, 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 I think his character, I think what was nice was that even with the story is that it was interwoven. Is that word? It, like, it, it, it fit his character nicely because we didn't really delve into his past too tough in the past two films. It was more so about his dad and Rocky and Rocky's relationship with his dad. That was more so the past that we explored. Mm. But this time we actually explored his past and, you know, how it affected him and, you know, like, the feelings of guilt and him being a coward and him running away from his issues and him not talking to Bianca and him not being emotional. So I think on the emotional side, it was a nice way to see him peel back his layers mm. and peel back um, the layers of the walls that he put up to forget about his past. Yeah. And I think that was key is the fact that he was saying that, you know, he tried to forget about it um, and, and, and move on from the past. But Jonathan, it was almost like him being with Jonathan was him looking in the mirror and actually, you know, like um, facing his fears and facing his past. Yeah. which was nice. I, f- I, f- I think that was well done. It was nice to see him in a father role as well. It's nice to see actors who aren't dads in real life play dads in their characters because, you know, sometimes you can think, oh, it might not actually, you know, give chemistry, but he was amazing in that in terms of, you know, him having his daughter sign language, all of that stuff. It, yeah, he, I, I, honestly, I, I, I think he did a good job. It was great. I just think it was just a little bit rushed even in, even on his part in terms Yeah, that felt like I mean, I don't want... There wasn't, I guess there wasn't any development. There was just a new angle, a new kind of, a new perspective on him. Like, because, and, and again, the only perspective was his childhood and really what he went through, mm. in, which obviously um, was linked to Damon, Dame's character. Mm. But apart from that, like, it's really similar to, to everything else that's gone before him. Like, it's not, yeah. I, can't, I can't really say that, that he's done anything. Adonis is... Yeah. Anything there was anything new there, but yeah, I, th- I think uh, other than just face his past and move on from that, yeah. move on from the trauma that it yeah built on him, yeah, that was basically it. Which is why I just think ugh, this is the so. Thing. If you essentially if you've watched if you've watched Creed one and two, Creed three is just literally him in retirement for part of the film for most of the film, and then coming out to fight for one part of the film, and that's literally it. Like, and then obviously we see his history or a snippet of his history. Mm. Um, apart from that, I can't say. I can't say anything. Yeah. So, again, I, like I, I think that's what makes the movie just a little bit disappointing. Like I, I think it's just, you know, when it's a third film, it's actually a third film. You need to see higher stakes. I think if they had, if they had, like, really worked out the kinks in terms of the story a lot, elongated it a little bit and given a bit more detail. I think they could have been onto a winner, like something really mm-hmm. serious here because it's like mm-hmm. the stakes would have been higher for mm-hmm. the third film. There would have been a mm-hmm. lot more. Uh, there would have been a lot more 
drama, a lot more mm-hmm. tension than mm-hmm. it really was. Just uh, outside of what the actors bring, if there was actual, like if the story was just, I guess more refined is the word I'm looking for. Mm. Would have been amazing because they have they have the grounds, they have the story, they have the grounds, and they had the cut. They're kind of going in the right direction in order to mm. give, um, like that catalyst to be there. Mm. Like the abuse was the abuse was was one level. Mm. You now have, I guess, in, in quotation marks, quotes the betrayal mm. obviously Donna's leaving mm. Damien. Mm. So that's that's already two levels, you get what I mean? Mm-hmm. Then the third level is now he was inside for twenty years mm. and there was no communication. Mm. That and that's enough. Like if each of those sections were were mm. like that kind of just just kind of that different. Hey. Just just <laughs> we just if we had just gone into a little bit more detail in those sections, I feel like there would have been something different here, man. Like if we actually had some scenes with Dame in prison. Yeah. Or seeing him transition in yeah. prison from young boy to old yeah. would have hit more. Yeah. Like, so things where it's like we would have seen the impact of yeah. him writing letters for Donna's but not receiving spot. anything back exactly. for 20 years. That would have been different. That would have but elevated again, it. And it's, that's just a little scene that would have taken it from one point you get it, to another. Which is why it's like they definitely need, needed more time. Yeah. Even, you have to, you have to like, Adonis hadn't fought for three years, was actually in retirement. Mm. And he came out of retirement. That's a really big thing. And I just feel like he came on TV, said, I'm going to challenge you. And then we moved forward. Like, everything moved forward really, really quickly. Yeah, yeah. And I also feel like the death of his mom, or grandma, whoever she is. Sorry. The death, I also feel like the death of his mom, it's like there's no one else within the film that could have died. It's almost like she's a loose character. She was no longer relevant, in my opinion. So she's the right person to, that fits the bill to die, to add the emotional element. Mm. But if Tessa had been in some sort of danger, like just something to add a little, do you get what I'm saying? Like something a bit more gut wrenching, you know? Yeah, I have a Tessa down or he's or because, dying. but yeah, it's a, it's sad, but because I feel like his mom dying, she had a stroke. Okay, we, we were expecting that, but because she's already audio. No, 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 because she had already had a stroke. This was her second stroke. So oh, in the, the you, right, you didn't okay. see the beginning, but in yeah, the beginning no. she was saying. Because they were doting over her and she was saying, guys, I don't need help. Like, I'm not going to have another stroke. So immediately I said, yeah, she's dying in this film. Do you get what I'm saying? But I feel like if maybe she had lived and like, in, even if Noah had died, but something that was, you know. Like, I feel like more than anything. And the thing is, I only, the reason I, what I'm about to say right now, the reason I'm saying it is because of uh, Bianca, what she says in the film, in regards to, you know, she was like, the only mother figure that she had. Mm. I feel like she was more of an anchor than, than they realized mm. because I feel like if they had given her more weight because she has been there from Apollo's time, mm-hmm. Rocky's time, like she had, she's the only character that ascends, transcends all those times. Mm. So it's like if she had, like if they had given her a bit more responsibility, let her live, and said, look, I'm your grounding force kind of thing. I'm someone that keeps you grounded. Now I remind you of X, Y, Z, or whatever it is. I feel like that would be more impactful, like, do you know what I mean? Like, than just losing her. Well, I feel like... Because there was no one there really to kind of be the anchor for him. Do you know? I don't feel like... I don't feel like Bianca was that. I feel like they had a discussion about it for, like, four seconds. And then mm-hmm. he was like, oh, yeah, you have to go fight him. It's like, nah. Like, I feel like the mom would have gained something, something... Do you get what I mean? Like, something yeah. something that only mothers can give. That's what I'm saying, like... Even in that conversation where she was like, you know, like, like you're going to have to, like, like, because he was basically saying he's he's an issue. And then she was like, you're going to have to remove him. And he was like, oh, there's only one way I know how. And then she was like, you've got no, to do what you've got to do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But even that conversation wasn't. That's what I'm saying. It, it didn't. Say, if the mother had delivered that, that conversation, because mm-hmm. you have to understand, she has history with him because she was one of receiving all his letters. Mm-hmm. So she knows, about, she knows, mm-hmm. she knows all the history. Mm-hmm. So it's now different for her to be given that kind of, mm-hmm. that kind of, Having mm-hmm. that conversation with him mm-hmm. because she she's said I've seen all, the, all mm-hmm. your messages, I'm not giving it to him. I kept mm-hmm. them for whatever reason, but I'm not giving I'm not giving anything to him because I don't want him in your life anymore. But that would have been a, that would have been a different kind of weight, a different magnitude. Like yeah, or even if Adonis made the decision himself, but without talking to Bianca, or maybe it's like to Bianca, but we saw maybe a few scenes of him. I guess battling himself, saying like he doesn't want to fight him because he still feels the guilt. Like if there was some kind of internal struggle about him, like crying or breaking down or just 
trying to fight, like trying to fight coming out of retirement to fight him. Yeah. I feel like that would also would, would have also had more of a pull. Not ah, oh, have to fight him. Let's go to the fight scene, guys. Do you know yeah. what I mean? Like, you know, like we know. I guess we know what's gonna happen, but take us on a ride. Mm. You know. Yeah, I, I mean, yeah. No, I mean, I feel like with some decisions he made, it makes sense because again, you know, again that element of guilt is there. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And, and he just kind of wanted to do his best for him in terms of you know, obviously mm-hmm. kind of just leaving him where he was. Mm-hmm. But I just feel like, bro, like, mm. come on, bro, mm. come on, bro. You, you could have done something. Better. I don't know. Like, I just feel like that. For example, him not clocking that it was. Um, yeah. One of Damien's boys that that, that, that guy's arms like Yeah. Bro. Do you get what I'm saying? Like that like that that like, was bro. That was obvious the moment the scene happened and Damien like, kept looking back, I said, This guy is about bro. to do something. And the moment it happened, I said, This he is Damien. Do you get what I'm saying? <laughs> so I'm thinking the fact that you didn't cook to, you, you didn't put two and two together, I just said, Ugh. But then again, I can understand why he didn't put two and two together because not because of him, but because not because of Damien or Dame because of him internally and how he feels about the situation mm-hmm. when you have that level of guilt and that level of yeah the level of guilt I guess and shame concerning it it's like you can't just brush past certain things you're not you're not really aware you're not looking at I, I feel like it kind of made him dumb said to him said to him this guy's showing you who you are believe, showing you who he is believe him mm-hmm, mm-hmm. because he wasn't really taking mm. anything that he was saying I guess seriously mm, mm, mm. so yeah man I, mm. there are some points that make sense like if you're in a situation this I, I would imagine this is how you would kind of I guess deal with it but at the same time it's just like it took your mom telling you a picture you know you know like yeah yeah but um, moving on to Michael B's directing debut I think he's done a fantastic job I, I like the shots at the end and I think how he got so creative oh, with it was lovely film, the cinematography Oh, it was beautiful. Like yeah. literally, like the the last fight scene was. There were a lot of, I guess, symbolisms mm-hmm. throughout the film. Mm-hmm. There were a lot of the, some of the shots were just amazing. Like, like they, them kind of shots. Like, <laughs> it only makes sense. I feel like in, I want to say, I feel like it only makes sense in boxing films. Like some of the shots, like. Because like there was a shot where Damian punched him, and Michael B. Jordan went back, but he's rather than ropes, it was a prison cage. Yeah, yeah. So that that was great. And then when he had backed him in the corner and he was just hitting on him, mm. when Michael B was hitting on Damien, I remember I mentioned that the same match as we see in one of the flashbacks was literally behind Damien mm. as he was getting beat against it. So like it was just mirroring mm-hmm. what Liam was doing to them. Mm. Um, so yeah, no, there was definitely some some that, that, subliminals that, yeah. that were good. Like yeah. I, 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 think, I think they were, yeah, they, they were lit. Like just some of the shots, like even like some of the camera angles oh of, of, of some of the fighting scenes, like, they, it was amazing, yeah. There are only shorts that, that, like I said, that can only work in boxing. Anyway, I say all that to say the film was great. It was okay. It was good. That like, was a good film. But are you watch it? Probably not. I would rewatch it. Um, I would. I would rewatch it. It's, it's it's an easy watch. It's a very easy watch. I I give it a seven, seven and a half, strong seven and a half. Yeah, I'd give it a seven. I wouldn't say it's Oscar worthy. But um, I think the camera shots, the cinematic shots, the director makes up for the lack of story. But what I do like is I can see Michael B's Jordan oh. ability to direct. I can see his style as well, I man. Still, he, I can see his style, and, he, and it seems he's, to me he's, he's very critical. Yeah, and I like that. He's great at so it. So he needs to get his hands on another piece of work or something yeah. that he can actually just like have full scope on. Yeah, that I'm looking forward yeah. to. Yeah, like no, yeah, he, like his direction of this film, in my opinion, was actually ten out of ten. Yeah. Like, certain shots, you could tell that, okay, cool. Like, even aside from the boxing shots, like, certain just, like, dialogue shots, you can tell that a lot of thought was put into I it. I think, in, even just the fact that, I don't know I was talking about, you know, boxing being the centre of previous films and this mm. story being the centre of, of this film in particular, mm. I think just him having that at mm. a certain point mm. just shows how, like, different he thinks in terms, how different of the film he thinks about when it comes to mm. this particular genre of films. Mm. So... Yeah, I think I think he's onto something, man. I think I think he's got the knack for yeah, it. No, he definitely, yeah, he definitely does. That's what I'm saying. Like, like, I think it was actually a great film. I think it's just the story was just not the not the greatest for me, but everything the else. Was, the story was. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, I think the actual story wasn't the greatest, but everything else, the acting, the directing, everything was on point for me. Yeah. Soundtrack as well. I love that as well. Yeah. Yeah, man. 
Yeah. I'll give it 7 out of 10. All right. Sweet. Yeah, man. That has been the Creed Review. Let us know what you guys think. Obviously, in the comments, subscribe to our YouTube channel. YouTube. Uh, Spotify YouTube. as well. Answer the questions. Spotify. Spotify. Chat with us over on Instagram, TikTok. Instagram. Everything. Literally, Instagram. let us know what you guys think of the film. Because oh. it's gotten a lot of mixed reviews from people that I've spoken to. Really? Yeah, like, I spoke to some people and they were saying, yeah, same thing, it's boring, wasn't that great? Other people were like, yeah, the soundtrack was sick, the cinematic shots were really, really oh, good. Oh, my God, the musical school. I don't know. I just said I soundtrack, don't know you're not who hearing who has uh, a play in this, sorry. Who has, like, who has a... I don't know who has hands in this, yeah? Did but you guys see that? Whoever, whoever picks, like, the songs... Bad boy. Bad boy. Yeah, because there was that Afrobeat song you, at the end. I don't know if I like that, you know. I liked it. I was, I was trying to get Shazam out, but you know there's no Wi-Fi in that stupid place. But no, if, if you use Shazam, it will, rec- it will Sorry, pick up... Sorry, not Shazam. Siri. Did you use Shazam? That's what I use. I, I don't have When Shazam. you get back in the signal, we'll just tell you what song it is. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah, I was going to start listening to, some, to, the, to the soundtrack on YouTube anyway. Mm. Yeah, man. I like the rap and stuff. Mm. Yeah, no, I, I thought the, the music and the, like... Yeah, no. Nah. Music was good, man. Apart from the music that was actually created for the, oof, yeah, man, because Adonis came into Big Sean. I said, Big Sean, yeah, you're yeah. back out. Yeah, 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 literally. You're rapping now like properly. Big Sean, I, like, okay. mm, I said, Oh, Big Sean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, I, need, I need to go back and listen to the soundtrack. Hundred percent. Yeah, no, the music was great, man. And I feel that's 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 been a theme in Ryan Coogler films. Mm. Or I say film because isn't it? But this isn't really his film. But yeah, films any, that anything that he partakes in. Yeah, right. The soundtrack so. is like genuinely. Yeah, man. Great. I think Black Panther ha- Black Panther has the best soundtrack one and two, in my opinion. Ah, uh, two. We're kind of out of the world, man. That yeah. soundtrack, the, the hits on that, on that, on that, on that. Back film. to back, bangs. Anyway, that has been us. Mm-hmm. Any last words? Any closing statements? My man, I, I would say watch the film. I'd recommend it. Watch it. It's a good watch. If you haven't seen it yet, watch it. Yeah, it's a good watch. Um, but watch watch one and two first. <laughs> Watch Rocky Balboa, Rocky this, Rocky that. Yeah, I haven't even seen all the Rocky movies, man. Rocky now. Bye, guys. Peace and love. Peace out.